Good afternoon, my fellow Michiganders. Good afternoon, my fellow Americans. Just a real quick live today to update you on what's going on, especially on our end. If you've been following me over the past uh, several weeks, you've really noticed that I've been hitting these woke teachers very, very hard, really exposing a lot of the hot garbage, as we say, that they're doing in these schools. Um, and I think it's very important. And I will continue to hit them because here's what we're trying to do is we are trying to continue to give people the courage um, to stand up at these school boards, to voice their perspective on things in a nonviolent, positive way to get their point across. But also I'm hoping that, look, the majority of these patients are pa patients. See, I went in doctor mode. See, I'm back in the office being a doctor. So everybody's a patient now. But the majority of these parents are, are excuse me, the majority of these teachers. There we go, Garrett. The majority of these teachers just want to do what they love to do. And that's to teach and that's to inspire these kids to get ready for society. But there are a small minority of these teachers who are very outspoken. They're very loud. Um, they're on all these social media platforms, and they're really trying to push this woke garbage down everyone's throat. And so I'm, what I'm hoping is, look, what we need is, number one, is the parents, which they are, standing up at school boards. Check. We've done that. So much, in fact, that a lot of our grassroots army ran for school board and won. So we're taking over the school boards. Double check, right? Now it's time for these teachers and these administrators to stand up from the inside and say, you know what? Enough's enough. Let's get back to the basics. We shouldn't be keeping this stuff from parents. We should be working together with the parents. That's what needs to happen in this next phase. So always remember, I have foresight with these things. We have gotten our school boards, you know, attention. We're getting parents to run for school board now, which is necessary. Now we need to start getting these teachers to stand up and these administrators to stand up from within. And that's how we get change throughout these school systems. We can't do it all on the outside. We need some brave folks from the with, within to stand up against this hot garbage because what's going on right now is just unbelievable. I don't even know why we're having this conversation. I don't even know why they still think it's okay to keep this stuff away from parents. Parents matter, especially when it concerns their children. There's no way in hell that you should be keeping any of this away from the parents, their kids. They're kids. The parents have every right to be involved in the conversation. So I'm going to share a couple of video clips of some very powerful, powerful testimonials at these school boards. Um, it's just common sense to me. It really is. But listen here to this first one. And this is uh, both of these are from Philadelphia area. OK, so here we go. My name is Linda Mullins and I um, live in Franconia. I would like to address some concerns um, within the district. The picture I have with me tonight is a picture of my daughter when she entered ninth grade here at Satterton. As a teacher myself for 12 years, I taught math, I taught science all the necessary things that a child needs when they're in school. But more than that, I taught children to be strong and create courageous, to be confident, to think for themselves. So I looked up some facts and research about how many times you have to repeat to someone something before they begin to believe it. And the facts tell us, and the research in science tells us, 
that for a child to believe something, you have to tell them 14 times before they start to believe it. For adults, it's only seven times before they start to believe it. So my child entered ninth grade here at Satterton. She wanted to be a camp counselor at a Christian camp. It was her dream for three or four years. This was my daughter at ninth, in ninth grade. By the end of the year, three of the teachers that she had in her classrooms were repeating things to her. She began cutting herself. She became depressed. By the end of the school year, she was also calling herself by a different name. This parent was not informed of these things. I came in for an open house for art, and I saw her name was something different. I am her parent, and as a parent, I should be informed of these things. This is a mental health issue that needed to be addressed. Throughout the years, we had many conversations, many discussions. So her second year, under the disguise of a fundraiser, one of the teachers Sorry, who, you have 15 seconds. I'm sorry. Who was encouraging her in these behaviors also um, took these children and had their heads shaved for a fundraiser so they'd look more like what they identified with. I just want to say that here I am today, and my child has now removed her breasts, is taking testosterone. This causes atrophy. It causes the muscles in her vagina to collapse to the point of incontinence. But these are not the facts that anyone shares with you. And it only takes 14 times for a child to start believing this. I'm asking this board to be monitoring what your teachers are saying to these children. I am asking you that these parents do not have to suffer through this like I have. Thank you. Thank you. Pretty, pretty powerful. I mean, when you, when you hear the passion and the emotion in her voice, I could not imagine going through that again when you're doing this stuff behind the scenes and conditioning these kids and brainwashing these kids to believe that they could be something else. That is the solution to all their problems. Just be another gender. Maybe you're, maybe you're another gender. Maybe you're, you're gay. Maybe you're this and that. And this is what I just read in this Vanderbilt study is that a study shows that repeated statements are more often judged to be true regardless of a person's age or prior knowledge. When adults hear a statement repeated twice, they are more likely to think that it's true than if, if you only heard it once. So what do you think happens to children, right? Because their minds are basically a sponge, especially these younger elementary school students. They are a sponge. Parents, we all know, right? They are a sponge with their environment. What do you think happens when these teachers continue to put this hot garbage into their mind? 
at a very impressionable age. Unbelievable, right? These teachers that are pushing this hot garbage down these kids' throat, especially without the parents' consent or parents' knowledge, should not be celebrated. They should be immediately fired and thrown in jail. These medical professionals who are prescribing hormone blockers and doing gender reassignment surgeries without the parental consent should not be celebrated. Their ass should be thrown in jail and stripped of their medical license and never, ever allowed to practice medicine again. That's what needs to happen. And that's why I'm very passionate about kids. I'm a pediatric chiropractor. I've been very passionate about kids for a very long time. That is why you get this emotion with me is because when you start screwing up with these kids and start screwing these kids' lives up, that's when I'm going to be very vocal. And I'm going to scream from the rooftops and scream loud for the clowns in the back who refuse to acknowledge that what's going on right now in the schools is hot garbage, right? I will continue to scream this because it's wrong. It is wrong to keep the parents out of this. It is wrong to try to condition these kids, especially as a teacher. These teachers are not counselors. These teachers are not psychiatrists. These kids should have a counselor, a psychiatrist, a parent, a medical doctor, a team of people together to talk through these things. That's what needs to happen. That, to me, is common sense. And if that child goes through all that and gets the help and then someday wants to, you know, become another, uh, become the opposite sex, right, a transgender, that's fine. If they decide that they're gay, that's fine. But it's not all right to keep the parents out of it. It's not all right for these teachers to condition these kids, especially when these kids are very impressionable. Listen to the common sense of this mom. I think it was at the same school board meeting. But again, this she hits a nail out of the head. She hits this ball out of the park. So proud to hear this young mom talk about this because she, she killed it. So listen to this. When I was a child in middle school, I, like many children, struggled with depression, suicide, and what is now referred to as identity. I thank God at that time that I did not have a teacher or curriculum that was impressing upon me that I might be happier if I changed who I was by pursuing new names or taking medical experimentations that could permanently damage my body. Instead, I met a counselor who helped me deal with the trauma from my childhood that was causing these issues. Because what I was really dealing with was a form of self-hatred and fear, not self-love or peace. And it's my personal belief that many of these kids struggling right now are dealing with those very same things, in addition to the very normal confusion and discomfort that comes with puberty and growing up. I have a son who has special needs. I still teach him that God made him perfect and that God doesn't make mistakes. I teach him that his identity is in being a child of God, not his race, not his gender, not his diagnosis. He does not have to change anything about him to be loved or accepted or valued. I also teach my son that we don't have to agree with or affirm people's lifestyle choices in order to love and respect or seek equality for them. That is my religious right. That is my parental right to teach my son. And if there is a parent that wants to teach their child that gender is malleable and that they should explore different sexual orientations, then that is their right. But teachers should not be interjecting themselves in these deeply personal family conversations 
or teaching political or sexual indoctrination in our schools that science has not proven out. These shouldn't even be language arts writing topics, which they often are in our schools. Yet right now within our district, teachers have the authority to hide names and pronoun changes from parents and to teach curriculum that is anti-science and attacks religious and political beliefs of children. The few parents who have had the courage to speak out are often ignored, met with your feedback is noted, looking into this indefinitely, or meetings that are canceled and never rescheduled. But most disturbing is the lack of concern from our district when presented with these curriculum examples. So while I am thankful for the statements from the last school board meeting, we are asking for this board to implement policies that affect real change. I understand that things take time. I have been requesting since February, and I have been giving examples, many examples to you for over a year now. How many more children will need to be influenced by radical ideologies before you implement policies that protect parental rights? And I'm closing with this. So I ask that this district finally enact policies similar to Penridge and CB to remove pornography from our libraries, require parental consent for name or pronoun changes, require the removal of activist symbols from our classrooms, and give real consequences for those teachers choosing to indoctrinate in our schools. Thank you. Common sense. That, that's what you just heard right there is common sense. You imagine what the corporate media, this progressive left media would do if a teacher was talking to those students about their religion of being a Christian or a Muslim or of the Jewish faith, what do you think would happen? Cities would probably burn, but it's okay for you to indoctrinate these kids with your political beliefs and your sexual theory and gender theory and all this other hot garbage that they're trying to push onto it. Look, I'm not letting up on the gas pedal of this. I don't care what happens. I will continue to be very outspoken about this because it's the right thing to do. It is totally the right thing to do. And I'm hoping when I'm sharing these videos and I'm coming on here and, and basically voicing my perspective on things, it's given others the courage to do the same because courage is contagious. And I know there's a lot of parents up there who are hearing that these things are happening in the schools and it's scary to go in front of the school board meetings. And it's and it's it's unknown. And you may be attacked. And your business gets attacked. My business still gets attacked. But it's going to give you a thicker skin. And I guarantee you this. Even if you go in there and just read what you wrote down. You don't even have to look up. Just read it. You're going to feel better. You're going to feel amazing. You're going to be able to go home that night and put your head on the pillow and go to bed knowing that you stood up for what was right. And that is courageous. It truly is. And that's why we have to do all of this together, together as a movement, together as a grassroots army. And I, we are not going to let up on this gas pedal. That is for gosh darn sure. We're going to continue to hammer down and we're going to continue to take back lost ground because we are going to be nonstop. My butt is going to be on fire over the next several years trying to inspire positive change in the state of Michigan to get our state back. Which leads me to my last thing I want to talk about today, the DePerno Soldano team. We just announced earlier today that we have raised um, over $100,000 for the DePerno Soldano ticket for chair and co-chair of the Michigan GOP, which is huge. Now, there are some, a lot of other people running right now. I don't know how many, but there are some great people from all walks of life that are running, and God bless every single one of them. But here's what I want to point out. You want somebody who's going to be able to inspire to motivate, to organize Michigan's greatest asset, and that is the people. 
the grassroots army. That's what we have to do. You have to have the ability to have foresight. You have to have the ability to fundraise. Because what you want to do and what Matt DiPerno and I are going to do is we are going to basically rebrand the Michigan GOP. We're overhauling it. We're gutting it. We are going to come in there with something new and fresh and exciting. And that's what I'm helping with right now is we are rebranding this thing. And we are going to get people excited about the Michigan GOP because I've been around the state many times, over 43,000 miles when I was campaigning for our run for governor. And I've talked to a lot of people. And the common theme that I've always heard was people would never, ever donate to the Michigan GOP on how it was. They were sick and tired of it. They didn't feel that the Michigan GOP was representing them. That's all going to change with DePerno's vision of what he has going on here with what's going to happen with the Michigan GOP. And I'm excited. I truly am. And we're rebranding this thing right now. And we're already fundraising. But I'm calling on all of you to be involved with this thing. Because here's what we're going to be able to do is as we rebrand this thing, as we start getting the younger kids and the younger generations excited about the Michigan GOP, we are going to organize and activate and continue to motivate all of you, our grassroots army that we're building to take back this state. And how are we going to do that? We are no longer going to be pointing the finger and kicking and screaming about election integrity, about how it was stolen. No, we are going to do the same exact thing that the Democrats have been doing to us. We're going to turn around and we're going to build our own army and our own organization. And we're going to go around and we're going to get votes. We are going to go around and we're going to make sure that these people are filling out their absentee ballots, that these people are actually putting them in the drop boxes. We are going to organize all of you who want to be involved. This grassroots army, basically Matt and I's volunteer team that we've organized through his run for attorney general and my run for governor. We're going to activate all these folks during election time, and we are going to go get votes. Do you realize 400,000 people between President Trump running to Tudor Diction, running for governor against Governor Whitmer, we were missing 400,000 votes, meaning 400,000 more people voted for President Trump than Tudor Dixon. And you're saying, well, maybe they voted for Governor Whitmer. No, they did not. Her vote stayed the same. The same. So 400,000 votes we are missing. Why? Because we are unorganized. We were sitting back and we were complaining and we are pointing the finger and we were doing all this hot garbage infighting and we screwed ourselves. True story. I don't care if I offend people anymore. The true story. We need to go get those 400,000 votes because with those 400,000 votes, you realize what will happen with proposal two and three. They wouldn't have passed. We would have won. And so now it's more important now more than ever to make sure that we win in 2024 because they have control of the state of Michigan now. Governor Whitmer is going to be right now all kinds of hot garbage, and there's going to be tons of fighting over everything that they're trying to pass. You're seeing stuff with energy. You're seeing stuff with the Second Amendment. And holy cow, if you want to see how important the Second Amendment is, just look no farther than China. Look at China right now. That's why the Second Amendment is there, to be able to make sure that you have a First Amendment. Remember that, to keep the government in check. And so, folks, that's how important it is to not only get involved with what we're trying to build right now, but to get these candidates elected. That's what we're going to do, Matt and I. We are going to organize all of you, and we're going to support these candidates, and we're going to get good people in there to represent all of you, to take back our state and take back our country in 2024. You never know. Well, small act that you may say or do that may change the lives of millions tomorrow. That's why you have to get involved. You have to donate. 
I'm calling on all of you right now. And look, one thing that we have learned with our run for governor is a little adds up to be a lot. When you have 30,000 people donating 20 bucks, it adds up to be big money. And that's what we need because we are rebranding this thing. We're building an organization. We're going to staff it. We're going to release motivational videos. That costs lots of money, folks. It truly does. We have to do that to get the younger generation involved and excited. And I guarantee you, we're working on this already. See, we're not even waiting to get elected. We're already rebranding right now. We're already creating the media to get people involved. And you're going to see all that over the next couple of weeks, what we've been working on for the last month and a half. We're going to release that, showing people this is our vision for the Michigan GOP. See, you have to do more than just go around and meet people and go to these speeches. You have to put your money where your mouth is. You have to go out there and you got to show people, not talk a big game. We're about taking action. We're about taking action. And you're going to see with the video that released the excitement that we're going to bring. See, I come from a collegiate background playing college football. And that's one thing that you see, especially around collegiate football right now, is the coaches who are ultra successful are usually the ones who are very involved, who are very involved with the media and social media and getting people excited and getting these kids to buy into the program. Look at Deion Sanders. Look at P.J. Fleck in Minnesota. You look at all these younger coaches that are starting to come up. They're starting to realize that when you create a brand in that organization and you have these kids buy into it, magic happens within that program. That is the same type of mentality that Matt and I are bringing to the Michigan GOP. And I guarantee you this, you're going to be excited. You're going to be inspired. You're going to be energized. But most importantly, you're going to be proud. You're going to be proud and you will celebrate with us on 2024 when we win back this state, when we win back our country, and you'll realize that you are a part of something bigger than self. And you know what they call that? They call that passion. But it's going to take us all. And that's why you'll continue to see me behind the scenes building this grassroots army, building these platforms to get more people excited. And I'm trying to get this thing across the nation because this is needed in every single state. And that's how powerful we all are as a movement. So in the description, there is a link for you to donate. Please donate whatever you can. Um, it can be big money. It can be small dollar amounts. I do know this. Small dollar amounts add up to be big. If you can't donate right now, I understand this. Holidays, then you can share this video. You can talk. You can do so many things. You can activate yourself when we're building this grassroots army to go around and make sure that we're getting people to vote. All these things that we're doing, the programs that we're going to be building, it's going to be an exciting two years. And we're not going to back down. We're not going to give up. That's not the type of movement that we are, and we'll continue to push forward. Hey, sometimes we're going to fall, but gosh darn it, we're going to fall failing forward, and we're going to get back up, and we're going to be a little closer to that goal. Because I told you this time and time again, we are going to blaze a trail so wide, so big, so full of hope and inspiration that everyone that doubted us, hated on us, and our own side still doing this garbage, which is shocking to me, but they're going to have to humbly follow. Because actions, let me say it again, actions speak louder than words. And one thing that you're getting with Matt DiPerno and I is a whole lot of action. And you're already starting to see it with the branding that we're going to be releasing on social media, with the media, uh, the video, the motivational videos that we're producing right now. It is going to get people fired up and excited to be a part of something bigger than itself. And that is what we're trying to create with the Michigan GOP. And you will be proud of it. And you will be excited. You will be motivated. And you will be inspired. And that's how we reach the younger generation to join us. It's an exciting time. So please go to that description, hit that link, donate what you can, and help us take back Michigan. Help us rebrand the Michigan GOP, and we will continue to blaze that trail together as a movement. 
I will never, ever be able to tell you all how much I appreciate every single one of you. You all simply amaze me and you continue to inspire me. So have a great day. Keep standing up. Keep pushing back against this woke culture. Woke equals broke. Keep pushing back against these teachers. And it's a minority of them. Let me say that again. Not all the teachers are bad. People are like, you're saying teachers are all bad? Not at all. The majority of these teachers just want to go there and do what they love to do. And that is to inspire and educate these kids. And their heart is pure. But there is a minority and a small one that is very loud within that profession. And they're making the rest of the profession look bad, just like in any other profession. I don't care if you're a medical doctor, a business owner, a chiropractor, a teacher, whatever. Don't allow the few to spoil the bunch. And my point is this. If you're a teacher, start standing up on the inside. Don't be afraid of getting canceled. And if they try to cancel you for standing up, you get a hold of me and we'll expose them. If you're a teacher, I'm telling you what right now, get this stuff on video. You have a phone. Get this stuff on recording. And if they try to cancel you, and they're trying to tell you not to be able to do what you're trying to do is push back um, against this woke culture. You get them on video, you get a hold of me, and we'll expose their asses. I'll help you any way that I can. That is my vow to you. So have a great day. God bless you. God bless the state of Michigan, and God bless these United States. Go out and kick butt today. Have a great day.